you were asleep. Time to wake up. Welcome back to a uh, severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions along with fuck I forgot what I was gonna say can we start over <laughs> no 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 shit welcome to sound audits <laughs> I actually forgot what I was gonna say hold on I'm gonna sit here until I remember okay and I'm just gonna keep talking okay. so today we're going to be reviewing the most anticipated album of all time ever an extreme case of unpreparedness with Ian and Tyler. Hey everybody, how's it going? I'm back. Today we're going to be talking about Trench by 21 Pilots. Yeah. This is going to be a two-week podcast because, um, one, it's too much to talk about, and two, I think Ian and I are too big of fans to only talk about each yeah, song we're, for a couple of minutes. We're a little bit overqualified at this point. We kind of realize that 21 Pilots is not because we've said before that we're going to try and do like underground artists and stuff like that. We realized that 21 Pilots is not exactly underground, but we felt that this was too important to not review because we've been longtime fans of the band, and this album was just the most anticipated thing for both of us from 2018. Right. Like, it just, it needed to happen. I'm just, I just want to talk about this because I love it, and I'm sure that Anybody who listens to this is going to listen and go, oh, I didn't realize that. And I want to clarify a lot of things you might have had questions about. Yeah. And I don't know everything. I'm not going to pick apart each lyric. And I actually, I usually take notes on the sounds and stuff, and I didn't do any of that. I right. only took took um, notes on lyrics and meaning. So. And I didn't take notes at all. You didn't I take just... notes at all. He's just sitting here in his chair unprepared like a freaking ass. Yeah, yeah. But it's but that's fine. okay because I listened to the album like 15 times straight after it came out, so I think I'm still qualified to talk about it at least. Yeah. All Although right. you're gonna know more than me when it comes to like the sounds and stuff. Right. And the, well, not the sounds, no, the meanings. So, the first thing that we need to talk about is Dima. Right. And well, um, can we talk about 21 Pilots who they are first? Oh, or are we gonna? Yeah, yeah, we can. Right. So, 21 Pilots is a two-piece band from Columbus, Ohio. Um, they Consisting start... of Tyler Joseph and Joshua Dunn. Tyler Joseph is the bass and the piano and the mastermind and the singer behind the whole outfit. Ukulele. And then Josh Dunn is one of the best and sexiest drummers you'll see in your life. That is also true. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, originally, it was three guys in the band, and two of them left for life reasons. One needed to pay a car bill and couldn't afford to keep touring and the other one was in college and it was just too much. So they quit and Tyler 
brought on Josh to the band in 2011. They released um, self-titled album 21 Pilots in 2009. They released Regional at Best in 2011. They released Vessel in 2013, Blurry Face in 2015, and Trench in October 5th, 2018. Fresh, brand spanking new. And it is by far the most diverse and well thought out and... What was the word I was using yesterday, Ian? Good question. I don't remember. Oh, intricate. It's the most intricate album. There you go. Everything in this album has a meaning. There's no lines that go without meaning. It's all very, very... It's all there on purpose. It's very intricate. So, Um, so honestly, I'm ready to be educated. I'm so excited. I'm excited, too. Um, So, last year in... um, I think it was in June. It was in June. Yeah. Uh, the band played their last show in Columbus, Ohio. Um, <clears throat> they played the, was it the basement. No, no, no. no. It was, was it was the big show. Yeah, whatever center that was. It was an arena. They played the center, and when they were finished the next day, on their accounts there was this eye that everybody could see, and throughout the day the eye closed until it was closed, and all that was left was silence. Yep. Now. <clears throat> 21 Pilots has always been cryptic with album releases and stuff like that. So what they did with this is that as soon as this happened, if you went onto their website and you searched silence or new album into their search bar, it would come up with this little video. And within the video was the end of the song Car Radio. And the screen kind of flickers and it leaves this web address that leads to this website called Dima. Now, nobody had ever heard of Dima except for once when Josh was alone accepting an award that they had won. Tyler wasn't there, and when he was asked where Tyler was, he goes, oh, he's off severing ties with Dima. And that was in, like, January. I remember that, but that was in That was in, like, January of 2017. I don't remember the whole search bar thing. I didn't do that. That's how the, web, that's how the website was found. That's what it was. Yeah, so. Oh, wait, was that later on in the year, or was that, like, from the very beginning? That was from the beginning, but people, it wasn't. It wasn't like talked about until later because nobody right, knew what the hell Dima was. So that's pretty fun. What cool. is Dima? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when you go to the Dima website, there are a bunch of things that come up. There are a ton of pictures that come up, and the first picture that you might look at and see is a tower of silence now a tower of silence is actually from the old testament in the bible and both tyler and josh are very um christian people but didn't you say that like the original the original thing was gonna be or the original album title was proposed to be towers of silence or something like that that's that's just what people thought yeah that's that's what what i thought that was on the page but a tower do you know what tower of silence is educate me go ahead in biblical days back in the old testament a tower of silence is where kings would put all of the people that were killed and okay. they believed to be sinful people and they would take up they built these huge towers and they'd put the people on top and these people would be picked apart by birds and vultures until there was nothing left oh, but yeah, bones yeah, yeah. and the bones yeah. were removed because they knew that the bones were clean and they were called tower of silence so if you were to create a tower of silence it meant they were going to put you up dead or alive on this tower until you were eaten apart and there's nothing left so when 
21 Pilots has this website and a picture of a Tower of Silence comes up with bodies. It was a little unlike them, but it's it's like them now because it makes it's, it fits in. They became so much darker and I love well actually well, you know what? They became more emotional in, in general on this album, I feel like because like they <laughs> this is some of like this is going to sound so immature, but this is some of the happiest music they've ever made. Like some of it is so upbeat, you you don't hear that from Twenty One Pilots. Musically, it is. Lyrically, it's not. Yeah, I understand that. Lyrically, I'd actually say this is probably the darkest. I would agree. I think Blurry Face is the darkest. I think that this is close though. Oh, okay. Because Blurry Face, Blurry Face is about the darkness, and this is about finding the light. That's the difference between this album. Blurry Face is red. This album's yellow. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay um, so back to Dima. So the Towers of Silence were one of the things on Dima. The other picture was of a vulture, of course. On the cover of the album is a vulture. Vultures are throughout this album. It's a theme. Um, what they represent, we'll get into later. It's, okay. it's I'm pretty. Excited. It's pretty obvious if you listen to their music. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Um, it's not terrible. I have to a pick couple up. ideas. I I wanted to challenge myself and not like try and pick up the symbolism on my own, and not so much. Um, rely on other people to tell me what the answers were and I've gotten a few of them I think but I don't know you're going to have to correct me on some of them yeah I, I did get a lot okay so let's talk about Dima okay we already were talking about Dima well we're talking about it more now like okay. what Dima is we're just talking about the website yeah that's true, so, that's true, that's true. Uh, the other thing on the website were a bunch of entries from a person, a character called Clancy! Named Clancy, and many people believe that Tyler is Clancy, but after further examination by myself, he's not Clancy. Clancy is just another person within Dima that is probably a working class person is going through all the same things that Tyler is, but he's not Tyler, he's just another, he's just another person. So, essentially, Demon is a, Dima, not Demon, Dima is a place within Trench um, it's believed to be within Trench, where Tyler is stuck. Dima is an organization. Um, if you look at the Dima website, it shows a map inside of Dima where you see around it these towers of silence, and inside you see nine pillars, and each pillar is named with these random letters. But if you look further, the letters are not random. They're all songs from Blurry Face. So each bishop represents something that Tyler is fearful of. Each bishop is represented upon a bad, that's not a word, represented. It's, it's, it represents a bad trait or a sin. Should we go over what a bishop is? I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. Okay, so was this plan, I have a question for you. Was this planned from Blurry Face because... There is a line in doubt know. that goes gnawing on the bishops, and I just realized that. And Could I, be. I don't I know. I wonder if that's symbolism for something. But if you look at the letters, um, and I mean, I don't know if we'll post a picture or what, but if you look at the Tower of Silence, you'll see that inside there's nine pillars. And the top, I didn't look at all of them, but once I realized, I was like, all right. The top right bishop is named Keons. Okay. If you wrote out the lyric, choke on smoke, Keons are the middle letters. The bottom bishop, what is that the bottom uh, heavy, dirty soul. Oh yeah, yeah The yeah. bottom bishop in the in the center is Sakarv. If you write out she's a carver and you take the oh. very middle letters, it's lyrics from Tear My Heart, and all of them are like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. What's Nico? Nico is the only one that's not. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Nico is the head bishop, and he's the he's what keeps Ty, he's Tyler's bishop. He's what keeps Tyler in Dima. Doesn't he? Well, we'll get into that later. Never mind. I'll keep my questions for a later date. I'll. You know what? At the end of the very end of this podcast, any questions that I have, I'll I'll ask. So, we're gonna go. That's that's pretty much catching you up on where we were and what we knew about. Um, Dima. Should we talk before, about the before before the all? album? Uh, we can, but uh, yeah, okay, never mind. Before before the um before the album dropped, that's what we knew um about Dima, and basically what we where we pick up is right after Heavy Dirty Soul ends. That is right where Trench begins. So we're gonna go ahead and get into the first song, which is. Jumpsuit. Hell yes. This first song. Okay, should we talk about the way that they released these songs, right right after the hiatus, real quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so after a year, they did the hiatus, and they couldn't wait a full year. Obviously, they were too excited to get it. I would have been so excited to get this out. I couldn't have waited that long, but they started with the eye again, and except this time, of course, the eye is opening, and it's yellow. And you have no idea how much people lost their shit. Like, we didn't talk about this very much, but 21 Pilots fan base is, like, one of the most dedicated fan bases, no matter how toxic it can be, one of the most dedicated fan bases that there is. You have to give it that. And people just went ape shit. They really did. They seriously lost their minds. And right after that, they started putting out even more images on Dima. Didn't they put out one of a cheetah? I swear to God I saw that. Maybe I didn't. They did with the eye opening. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Okay. Yeah, there were a ton more images. And there was some, like, writing from Clancy as well. And it was it was nuts. Yeah. Um, but I think three days after they started that, they released Jumpsuit and Nico and the Niners. And this is the first song we're reviewing, right? Yeah. And along with Jumpsuit, they released the music video, which is pretty cool. So let's go ahead and jump into Jumpsuit. A lot of people are going to. I see what you did there. Are going to listen and not understand the what jumpsuit. The going on. Yeah, yeah, so the first lyrics in the song are I can't believe how much I hate 
pressures of a new place roll my way jumpsuit jumpsuit cover me yeah by the way the way that we do this podcast is going to be different from the ways that we've done the other ones because we haven't had to talk so deeply about something we're going to talk about a lot about meaning and lyrics and then we're going to probably get into some instrumental stuff as well yeah it's 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 mostly gonna i i think it's mostly gonna be meaning because i'm gonna talk about the that's that's what yeah that's that's what sets apart 21 Pilots is the combination of the two. A lot of people have one or the other, but both is very, very rare. So anyway, what the jumpsuit represents. Ian, would you like to throw in your uh, your chime before I, I shoot Okay, you well, I heard... I heard it... Well, you just told me it was partly this, but like I heard it was partly attributed to his faith and his Christianity. Yeah. But I... You, you kind of made it sound like that wasn't the whole thing. So fill me in. So basically, let's let's get into what a jumpsuit is. You put on a jumpsuit and it goes from feet to neck, all the way out down the arms to your hands. The jumpsuit covers every part of you except for your neck up and your hands. Okay? Oh god, this is going to be Now, that's the <laughs> I'm perfect about to get my mind th- blown. That's the perfect that's the perfect thing for him to ask for protection. And the reason for that is that the jumpsuit represents his faith, the, you know, the skeleton click. It represents his friends, his family, everything that keeps oh, Tyler okay. yeah, that safe, makes that, makes that protects him. Now, the only thing that, that cannot, that they cannot protect is Tyler from killing himself, right? They don't have That's any. Why they can't they don't have any control. That's why they can't control his neck and his hands. And he says this over and over in tons of lyrics that as long as he has his throat, as long as he hands his, he has his hands, he can continue to create music. He can continue to stay alive. Yes. So that's why later in the song, he goes. You later in the song, he says, "Grab my throat and lift me in the air." I'll be right there, but you'll have to grab my throat and break both my hands. Or you know some variation of that that's what he says that's insane i know it's it's really crazy that's awesome but tyler's saying that as long as he has his throat as long as he has his hands then he will he'll keep going but he needs his help from his friends family faith every the click everything to to keep him going to keep him moving forward this is some really deep yeah, stuff. Yeah, this is well. I mean, the the thing about death shows up so much on this album, and I realized that that was gonna be a main theme. And I kind I get I, I get a feeling that I know exactly what trenches, but we'll get to that, I guess. So we gotta talk. Good. We need to talk about the video a lot. Yeah, because okay. the video is is as important as the music is at this point in what it means. So essentially, Tyler, after Heavy Dirty Soul, he gets he hops up on this car and he's like, "Yeah." F- for um, those of you that haven't seen that music video, yeah, they basically light a car on fire and they break it apart piece by piece. It's really awesome. Yeah, you should go watch that yeah. music video. It's pretty freaking cool. So, but uh, now he's getting out of the car and they had filmed. The, the cool thing about this was uh, they filmed this at the same exact time, or they started filming it right after the Heavy Dirty Soul music video yeah. back in 2017 or back in 2016 whenever they whenever they filmed that I think it was, that was 2017 a, okay yeah. that was a in long December, time ago cold. though yeah yeah so so um, they had this plan since that video yeah, this, and that's really cool yeah Ty, the way Tyler's mind works is incredible but um, basically Tyler gets on the car and he goes we were here the whole time you were asleep it's time to wake up 
mm-hmm. and then jumpsuit starts. Tyler's laying. He's unconscious. He's in. He's in a trench, really. He's in. He's in this landscape where he's he's laying in this river. They've shot everything in the uh, jumpsuit music video in Iceland. Right. So, Tyler. Tyler, you know, stands up, and you, it cuts to this horse and this this guy run, in a, a rogue red cloak running towards him on the horse. This character is obviously Nico. Tyler has tried to escape from Dima. Nico is going to get him. You see this back and forth pulling on pretty much the entire album. Um, so Tyler goes and Nico comes up to him and takes his hands and puts it on Tyler's neck and and drags his fingers across and leaves these black streaks. This is the same thing as Blurry Face. Nico is not different from Blurry Face. Mm-hmm. He is the same character, different name. He's wearing a red cloak. He's got a veil over his face that makes it blurry, so you yep. can't see every feature. It is, it is the same thing. And for those of you that thing. don't know Tyler's stage ritual, that's exactly what he does. He has this uh, black, what do you call it? Ski the, mask? Uh, no, not the ski uh, mask. The, uh, like, the shit. Not the oil paint. It's the, paint. Yeah, yeah, it is paint, but it's, it's a specific kind of paint that you put on your skin. I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but he basically covers his neck and his hands in this black paint, and people say that, like, yo, that's some emo shit, but no, it's symbolism. It's really cool. He doesn't anymore, though. That's true, yeah. But that's, I figured that was part of the During the blurry face era. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We were talking about the, how Nico is basically blurry face. Keep going. Right, okay, so, so... Once, once Nico takes over and, and, you know, puts his hands on Tyler's neck and Tyler starts following him, Tyler's in this trance. He can't, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's saying, I'll be right there. I'll put, I'll stop my plans, but you'll have to grab my throat and break my hands, whatever. And he's, he's following Nico. He's going back to Dima. And then he sees a flower down on his, down on on the ground and it starts to break him from the trance and then he looks up on the cliff and there are all of these people all of these they call it they're they're called banditos on the album and all of these banditos throw start throwing these yellow beautiful petals down and the horse starts going crazy nico starts to get uncomfortable tyler breaks out of his trance and he starts running Uh and he starts running and it's it's really an incredible video yeah um but tyler falls yeah, he and trips and he Nico is... Nico grabs him and is he's dragged back to Dima. Yeah. And that's where the video ends. Um the last thing you see in the video is a lone bandito. Everybody else had left. There's just one left and he's looking down at Tyler. Lo and behold, that, it's Josh that, Nunn. It's Josh Nunn. It's very very obvious. You can see his face, you can see his tattoos. It's yeah. it's him. Um and no, no, it's not. Also, if you look really close in the video, before, like before the end, Tyler's wife Jenna is standing next to Josh the whole time. It's pretty cool. Um, that's just, but that's just like a little Easter egg. Yeah, that's besides the point. So anyway, um, that's that's the first video. When they released these videos, it was released as a three-part story. Mm-hmm. So I think what we should do is do the three-part story and then the rest of the songs, because the rest of the songs. You want to skip around? I really think so because these songs go together in one story. I don't want to get all the way to the ninth song and go, hey, remember when we talked about Jumpsuit? This is what comes next. 
That would suck. Then maybe we should just talk about the videos first. Alright, well, any, either way, that was track number one, Jump City. Okay, well, wait, 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 wait. We still have to talk about what this song is. What is the song, Ian? Like, the instrumentation and everything. Do it. There, that is, like, okay. This Here song is heavy. This song is, yeah. This, <laughs> it starts out with some booming, well, no. Actually, it doesn't start out with that bass. It starts out with some atmospheric, I don't even know what you'd call some of the sounds on this album. I don't even know where they get some of them. They're made. Well, they're yeah, I, but like, I don't understand how they're made. I don't even know how to describe that first opening sound, but then it kicks in with the bass and the heavy drums, and it all creates this wall of sound that hits you like a, like a wind tunnel, and then uh, Tyler comes in with his vocals, which are softly spoken, and it moves on, and it kind of creates that, it develops... A little bit more and then it creates this bridge this piano bridge it's uh, beautiful yeah it really is and Tyler's voice sounds so good and that's when I love his when voice. his voice I mean his voice is soft the whole time but when he um when it goes it cuts to this piano bridge that's when he's following the bishop yeah Nico and at the end he starts to his voice starts to twitch a little bit you yeah. know he goes I can't believe how much I hate pressures of a new place roll my way. Yeah, he's starting to get a little bit angry. He's starting to get a little anxious, and then he takes off running, and he's screaming. Screaming. (laughs) The first time I heard the scream in this song, I just about lost my mind. The the first day this song came out, I listened to it so many times. It was ridiculous. Nobody does it better than Tyler. He is a master of this type of... Um, vocal style. It, he's so good. Yeah. And then, yeah, it cuts into the same sort of like heavy bass, heavy drums, and the screaming, and that's sort of how the song ends. It kind of cuts off really, really short, and I wish he had more screaming on it, but you know what? There was a meaning to everything, and I don't question. So, yeah. this song is really good. If you haven't listened to it, then go listen to it because you're missing out. And I just wanted to say real quick that they wrote this whole song musically during a sound check uh, before one of their shows during the Emotional Roadshow. Seriously? All of the music was written, um, instrumentation was written in a night. And then they got to the studio and they recreated it and added all the sounds and everything. But it was all done in one night. So that is track number one. Jumpsuit. And I guess we're going to skip on to the next track. I think we should. Okay. We're skipping on to the next track. So there's going to be a little bit of hopping around, I guess. Only three, though. Okay, and we'll let, you know, we'll let you know what track it is and where it lays on the album and how it fits in as well. So, yeah, that was track number one. It's Jumpsuit.
Alright, track number... This is technically track number nine. Correct, but, but it was the second um, song to be released, and it was the second music video to be released, and it's part of a three-part series, and this is the second part, so we're going to go ahead and talk about it now, because otherwise... It, and we'll talk about its place in the album, right? I think it'll fit better in context if we talk about it now. Okay. I really do. So, the second song that we're going to talk about is Nico and the Niners. Good shit. I actually didn't like this track as much as Jumpsuit the f when it first came out. It's grown on me, though. I liked this song once the video came out. Okay. I liked it before that, but this song was made whole when um, the video came out because it, it explained a ton of things. So basically, you get to see the inside of Dima. Uh -huh. You get to see all these people. You get to see the it other. Like you get to see the other. School. You get to see the other eight bishops, and you get to see Tyler in his room. Um, now, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of symbols in this um, video that people did not realize um, or notice. And I would like to just get right into the music and the video. So, of course, Tyler is go is saying. East is up. When bishops come together, they will know that Dima don't control us. Dima don't control. This is obviously when he's broken out of this trance that he's in as well. This Correct. Is when... He's and he's he's well inside of the city right now um, of Dima. So I'm trying to trying to decide what I want to say next because I got a lot to say. Go ahead. So so it. in the video when Break it opens it up, you see you see these bishops walk into this room, um, and it's so weird. They're blowing glass. That's what they're doing. They're making light bulbs, um, and it's very it's very weird. But we'll get into that later. So it cuts to Tyler. Tyler's not really rapping, but he's singing his his verses and whatever. And you see him going back and forth. And there's a light fixture in the middle of the room. It's the only source of light in the room. It's very bright. It's but it's still dark in there. That's mm -hmm. very important. Um, Tyler has in his hand a flower, the flower that from jumpsuit that was on the ground. And he opens a chest and he puts in the flower and lo and behold, there's like, I think there's exactly 13 other flowers. So he's, if he's failed to escape 13 times, all those flowers are failed escape attempts. Tyler walks over and whips open his backpack and he starts putting in things before he throws it over his shoulder and gets ready to go. What does he put in? He puts in his, his beanie, his red beanie from Blurry Face. He puts in his sunglasses from blurry face. He puts in some other things. He throws it over his shoulder and he walks out. Cuts to the bishops which are in and they have now created this light fixture that's not lit yet and they're waving their arms around it. They're worshiping it and then the light comes on. And really what this is is the bishops are trying their hardest to create this artificial light, this artificial happiness. They're trying to create this Jesus fake Christ. sense of joy that all of these people um, are looking for and of course most of them know that they can't escape the bishops will just come and get them but Tyler is desperate to get out yeah but I these the bishops these this... bishops are just trying to control everyone they're trying to have all the control over everything yeah. so they're even now creating everybody's happiness for them I got the I got the feeling that when the first two songs came out that this was gonna be a hell of a lot bigger than just Tyler Joseph Right, so I, it's I crazy when, right. when you think about all of the bishops that push darkness upon everyone, yeah. they're also the ones that control the light. Damn, son. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, Damn, so the, after that, you see Josh and all the banditos. They're coming through a tunnel underneath the city. They Turn come into Tyler. the city. Tyler and Josh meet each other in the middle. And they do Tyler that turns away. Tyler turns away for a second. He doesn't realize that it's Josh. He doesn't realize that yeah. these people are here to help him. He, and that could be a symbol for somebody with depression who you know turns away from friends before they realize that they're there to help it could mean a lot of things i'm not sure on that so i'm not going to say that's why he, they did this but it's very possible so anyway tyler turns back around he walks towards josh they do their legendary handshake that they first didn't trust out and they do in live shows all the time um yeah and then all of the other banditos are holding instruments so in like five seconds flat they set up this improv do concert and it's probably it's there's probably a few reasons that they did this one it looks badass in a music video that's true <laughs> two it two i think that the reason they did this is once once josh starts playing and the drums are hammering you see the water ripple in the bishop's cup mm -hmm. and the bishops know that they're there and it's like they knew they wanted the bishops to know that they were there and they were getting out yeah, and the like bishops the, bishops come down and the music is what dis disrupts it's what that yeah exactly entire, exactly like, community false charade that they have put up that they are the happy the music the, is the real light yeah the exactly music, yep Exactly. Can we talk about more of the symbolism in this song? Because there's a fire yeah, and there's it. flying. From, no, I, I I was wondering if you had anything more to say about no, it. No, I've been talking for like five minutes. You go ahead. And, so. I, I, the thing is, I don't have like a super clear idea of what everything is yet because I didn't I didn't want to go over anything without like figuring out myself. Right. And okay. I, I tried to find out the gist of everything. I didn't go into each lyric. So if you have a question about a specific lyric, I probably couldn't answer you. But... What was your question? Be well, I mean, we know like who Nico what? and the Niners are, right? Right. The Do we know what bishops. East is Up means? That, yes, the answer to that is in the Demo website, and I didn't write it down, and I didn't pay attention to it. But that is explained um, in the Demo website. It all okay. fit, It all um, correlates and makes sense. All right. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about the music a little bit, because we, we, explain, we explain the meaning, right? Yeah. It's It's, the whole song is about trying to escape from Dima. Yeah. And actually, you hear more you, you hear more about this, and when the concert starts, you can read all about this in Clancy's journals in on the Dima website. It's very huh. cool. The, oh, yeah, that's the journals, right. The journals continue to be released. I haven't stopped. Seriously? As more stuff happens. I, I'm, I assume now that Trench is out and everything is on the table that it's over, but as the videos were being released, more stuff was added, more journal entries. Like, I, yeah, like I today, to today in those. the courtyard, there was concert the bishops do not like this of course that's not how it's written but that's the gist of it yeah so the song starts off with the ukulele that's not is it a ukulele yeah what you I think thought it, it was, was. A fucking guitar <laughs> they don't play guitar i know they don't play guitar so so they didn't get a chimpanzee to do it it was a ukulele <laughs> yeah okay it's the same it sound like a guitar Okay. I was excited. This is a, you know, the first time I listened to this, I was like, oh, this is a really poppy song. Oh, God. The catchy, the chorus is catchy. Oh, I don't want to listen to this. This isn't what they are. And I just listened to Jumpsuit and Repeat for like years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I did too. Yeah. I didn't, Nico, but the thing is, Nico and the Niners and the, everything that it represents is like, in the context of the album, means so much more and makes so much more sense that like 
you can listen to it and actually know what's going on. Because somebody who comes in and listens to the song and actually, like, tries to listen to the lyrics is going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, there is no way that somebody who is not a 21 Pilots fan can figure out the symbolism in this song. They're just they're, not. They're not, but also this song would appeal to most people. Anybody who likes that poppy song, anybody yeah. who listens to the radio, if this was on the radio, people would people would sing along to this. Yeah. Of course, it's not a, a Taylor Swift heartbreak song that's going to get billions of views because yeah. that's not what it's about, but it, you know, it's catchy. Anybody would like this. Yeah. My, my eight-year-old cousin listens to this every day. It's like his favorite song, and he doesn't have a shed of a clue of who Nico is or what it means. <laughs> so he just likes the, he just likes the music, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I'm sure that's, about the... that's why a ton of people go to their concerts. Yeah. They're not going because they know what blurry phase means. You know, <laughs> they go because they like their music, and I don't I don't blame them for it. But can we talk about the bass all throughout this album? Sure. Because it shows up again on Nico and the Niners that bass back from Jumpsuit. It's not as hard hitting, but it's there. Tyler it's the Tyler album. is obsessed with yeah. this bass sound. Tyler like, Tyler learned how to play obsessed. bass for the songs on Blurry Face, specifically really? specifically Polarized. He didn't play bass before. He didn't play um, bass Vessel Era or anything before. Yeah, that's right. He was strictly piano. Wasn't I believe he? I believe it's for Polarized because he really wanted that sound on it, um, and he learned it. And he plays it. He played it on a few songs in concert during. Um, played Blurry it on face. Ride. He played yeah. it stressed out. Stressed out. He played it. Um, those those types of things, but now that all of these songs are heavily reliant upon bass and not so much piano, I really think that in the concert he's going to be a bass wizard. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm I'm excited to see what that is. Um, let's wait. Where were we? we were I don't know, the but bass. there's there's something else I wanted to talk about that I didn't. The rap at the end. Yeah. If you look at all of the words in the rap, it. Made sense because the audio came out before the music video. I just realized all of the audio makes sense and fits into what happens in the Heathens music video. Wait, what? So in the Heathens, what? It, how does the rat go? Uh, welcome to the room of people who have rooms of people. No, that's no? Heathens. Yeah. No, in the one in Nico and yeah. the Miners. What I say, one I want to be enough. What a beautiful day for making the break for it. We'll find a way to pay for it. Maybe from all the money we've made, Razor Blade, Blade stores. I can't rap. Rent a racehorse and force a sponsor. So let's think about when they rate the when they rented a racehorse. Maybe the jumpsuit music video. Hmm, interesting. When do they force a sponsor? Uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. When do they right. When do they start a concert? Uh, Suicide Squad. When do they start a complete diversion? Uh, uh the Heathens music video. When do they win, but only one person did not get out? Uh, heathens. Tyler was the only one that didn't, That's that, right. that didn't get out. And Start this, a mob, but you could be quite certain. We'll win, but not everyone will get out. And that's exactly what happens in the Heathens music video. He's talking but, about running away. This entire this entire song is about running away. Because he's he talks about making a break for it in the rap. He talks about flying from the fire from Nico and the Niners in the chorus line. This song, oh my god. But, I, I'm just putting this all together now. But lo and behold, when you watch the the the, um, the music video for this song, Nico and the Niners, you'll realize it wasn't about heathens. It's about it's about this song. It's about Dima. It's about what happens because all of this happens um, in the trench universe, uh -huh. and you see it happen. Um, this song's catchy as fuck, though. Yeah, this song is really it, really it'll, catchy. It'll appeal to anyone. Yeah, I did like okay. 
This is my favorite song. This is my favorite album for Twenty One Pilots. I'm gonna put it out there right now. All of the songs are solid. There is not a bad song on this album, and it is it's the best. No matter what Tyler tells you, Blurry Face does not top it. Screw screw off. It's Trench. Right. Trench is the best. That okay, was... that was Nico and the Niners. We're moving on to track number. This is this was track number nine in the track listing, the official track listing. We're moving back to track number three. No wait, number two, number two, and then we'll be back on track, right? Yep, we'll be right there. All right, sick. That was Nico and the Niners. What I say when I wanna be enough What a beautiful day for I'm making a break for it We'll find a way to pay for it Maybe from all the money we made Raise a blade stores Rent on race horse And force a sponsor And start a concert A complete diversion Start a mob But you can be quite certain We'll win But not everyone will get out No, no We'll win But not everyone will get out No, no We'll win But not everyone will get out East is up I'm fearless when I hear this on the Alright, track number Dos. two, Levitate. When Levitate come out, I was like... When Levitate come out, I was like, oh. I was like, what the hell? They've never done yeah. a song where all they do is rap. You, the first this? time I remember the first like when this came when this first came out, you texted me and you were like, what the hell is this? I know, what? Like, what? What do you feel? How do you feel about it? I loved this track from the very beginning. I was a strong believer. I was like, "Fuck yes!" It was different though. It's I wasn't so ready good. for it. I Can we just talk about the instrumentation first on yep. this one? Can we yep. please? Yep. yep. Okay. So this song starts out. It there's a molding directly from John Suit at the very end. There's this end sound that plays out. It's like this. Like it's not like a synth. It's this airy piece it's just this airy piece of audio it's flowing. yeah it's it, it's very flowing and it flows directly into levitate and it's this airy thing and you're you don't know what to expect and then uh, the bass the bass and the hi-hat hit in and oh my god that drum beat is so the drum loops on the song are so good and the instrumentals are like it's tribal uh, we've talked about tribal stuff on this podcast before, but can we talk about tribal on this song? It feels so raw. It feels like we can talk about the music video in a second, but like, and the rap is so good. Like he hasn't, he's never laid out a rap like this before ever. Like I think the closest he ever came to that would have been like something from way back, holding on to you or something like that. Maybe that would come close, but like no. What? What? That's like the closest they've been to entirely rapping. I don't even consider that rap. Well, I you never know what Heavy Dirty Soul also does that. Never mind. I don't no, know. Heavy what I'm Dirty Soul about. raps verses, but that's what they do in Yeah. They never they've songs. never rapped the chorus before. 
They've, I'm just, they've I'm just never, saying they've never... <laughs> they've never rapped the whole song. Yeah. There's not a moment, there's not a word in this where it slows down. Yeah. It's fast. It's, the song, yeah, is, it's only, all the like, song is only like two minutes and yeah, 40 seconds long. One after the... It's like, it hits you with everything it's got all yeah. at once. And it's so good. If you if you dive into what it says, though, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. So okay, we let's, didn't talk about that. I'm, I'm going to let this time, I'm going to let Ian talk about the meaning. I'm going to point out a few things in the video. Okay. okay. I don't. So, you're gonna have to help me with this because again, I didn't like. I didn't pick out every single there, meaning. There isn't as much in the video as there were in the other ones. Okay. So this is only gonna be. Well, in the video, I think a cool tidbit was. Uh, remember, we were talking about Tyler's wife was in the other one. Uh-huh. Tyler's wife was the one who shaved his head in the music video. That is correct. We'll get to that. Yeah. So, and that was purely because he didn't trust anybody else with the <laughs> razor. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't That's that awesome. wasn't for any reason other than he just wanted his wife's gentle hands to do it. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's let's get into it. So the video ends right where Nico Nico it. and the Niners left off. All of the banditos are walking out of the cave with their torches and everything. Can Say, we talk about right, tribal? Right, what happened? Tribal? Can we talk about tribal? Because it is l- oh, literally yeah. an Indian camp. It yeah. is literally a Native American camp. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Pretty cool. And they so, made it all in like a, a day or something like that. I think. I think the people who made the set did it within twenty four hours, which is insane. Right. Where That's, Where was this video filmed? Was it? Uh, this was all, all of this was Iceland, right? Oh no. no, Ukraine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Nico and the Niners and Jumpsuit were filmed in Iceland. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. Nico and the Niners and, and Levitate, uh, were, Levitate filmed. were filmed in Ukraine. Okay. Okay. So, when um, basically what you see, and it's kind of anticlimactic because it just happens in like a matter of seconds. But you see them walking out of the cl- out of the cave, and the light is yeah, that tunnel that we were talking the, about before. The, um, it's starting to get light outside, like they were walking all night. And then five seconds later, you see them walking up a hill almost to their camp, and it's getting dark out. So essentially, yeah. you see them walking for probably like 16 hours, okay? Yeah. Um, um, it's a little anticlimactic because it's just, it's like yeah, in you kind of have to piece that together. It's the head, same It's the same thing in Nico and the Niners when the kind bishops of the time just, constraint of the song. When, when the bishops are like waving their arms, and then the light, poof, it just turns on, mm-hmm. and then it's light, and it's like, I don't think anybody would watch that the first time and just understand it because it's not like a big it's not made into a big moment yeah. and this is the same deal but this is after walking for 16 hours so tyler gets into the camp everybody's celebrating everybody's going crazy that tyler's here he's rapping he's saying his words he's walking oh, around levitate and what does levitate mean hey i'm talking okay go ahead. we're gonna let me talk okay and then you can talk. you can talk do you know what levitate is about I, no I, I still don't know some of the symbols it's in yeah i Okay, so, um, Tyler, Tyler's, yeah, Ty, Tyler's, <laughs> Tyler's walking around, and the people are putting yellow tape on him. Again, I, th- I really think that the yellow tape is pretty obvious um, and yellow just, throughout the, the album. I really think that it's not just to make his clothes look cool. I think that that it represents a friend helping out. I mean, Tyler could be the click helping out Tyler. It's just them giving him, putting on good things that help him. Um, I think that that's basically what yellow means throughout this whole album was that the last blurry face was red and black and it was sad and it was dark and it was twisted and Trench is not. Trench is about looking for the light and every and every song is him Trench being is helped. twisted in a couple ways. Right. Um, so that, that was the one thing that I picked out of watching the video. The other thing was that when Tyler's getting his head shaved, he says he rewords the line from Car Radio. He says, 
I got back I what I once bought back in this slot. slot. I won't I need, need to, to replace. replace and that just repl- that just rewords um, the line from Car Radio. Yeah. Um, and this is interesting because I don't think a lot of people would realize this, but way back in the Vessel era, the first time Tyler shaved his head was in the Car Radio music video. Music video yeah. And he shaves his head, and he got so much... I don't want to say backlash because it wasn't, but it was like so many people that are like, dude, your hair looks so good before. Why did you do that? And the reason um, the reason that he does this is because Tyler does not believe that there's any value in vanity. He doesn't think that there's any value in, in, in looking nice. It's everything more than that. He doesn't go with all of the other musicians that look beautiful and are attractive and that's why people watch their videos that's why people that's why people listen to music so when when he shaves his head he's screw it doesn't matter what i look like this is as bad as it gets you're not watching because you like the way i look you're liking because you like what i'm producing you like the music and And you like what i have to say you like what i have to offer like when when you're going through that kind of crap like you do not give a shit so anyway, Tyler talked about all of this in an interview. I wish I knew what interview it was, but it was way back in the Vessel era when he was a little, a little tiny young man. That was a while ago. So um, anyway, that's what that's what that means. At the end of the video, once all of the rapping is over, Tyler's sitting around at a campfire with a bunch of the other banditos, and but then this there's this there's this man there's this man staring at him, and it's almost like a Judas Jesus situation where the you know Judas betrays betrays him of course tyler's not comparing himself to jesus there there really is but you see nico's hands come from the darkness and grab tyler's neck by the throat rip him away from the fire and drag him all the way back to dima Mm -hmm. and tyler's back where he started after walking for over a day he's back right right back in dima nico will not leave him alone and if you continue to watch and you see this man, this man is teary-eyed, the one that betrayed Tyler. He's upset, and everybody's looking at him like, dude, what did you just do? And he goes, welcome to Trench. And I didn't I didn't realize it the first time. I thought he was just you know, saying, saying the line because it's in the song, but no, that's like, he's like, well, you're here. Welcome. <laughs> Screw you. You know, yeah. it's it's crazy. Can All we right, can let's we get into the lyrics a little? Well, bit. can we can we establish something? Dima yeah. and Trench are two separate things, correct? Correct. Dima Dima is just the world. I mean, um, Trench is the world, and Dima is just an organization, and the organization controls a city within yeah. the world of Trench. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So essentially, okay, essentially, Trench is this world that Tyler created um, to help himself, to protect himself. It's where everything good is. But where there's everything good, there's also a little bit of bad, and a little bit of bad is Dima. So he has all these people that are helping him, that want to, you know, get him out of there, that want to, that want him to do well and succeed, and everything, everything is happy. Like all this yellow, everything is good. Yeah. But there's a little bit of bad, and that little bit of bad is Nico and the Niners, mm-hmm. and they're all, they're all of these, these bad, mean people. Can we talk about what levitating off your feet means? Because I have no, no clue. I'll, after he searched that a little more, I wasn't paying. I wasn't paying attention to that. Honestly, okay. I paid attention to the video. Levitate. I'm trying to figure out the meaning here in my head right now. Levitate up off my feet. Ever since the second, was it sef- second or seventh? seventh? It was seventh grade. I learned to fire breathe. 
Okay, there's a lot of fire on this album. <laughs> he yeah. talks about fire so many times, and I like it, there are so many different things it could mean, and I still don't get it. I I mean, if you look through if you look through all of these lyrics, it's a pretty dark song. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about the vultures? The vultures. Yeah. What do the vultures represent? Because they are in <laughs> every everything. every song, every every video, and everything. Does, Does it just represent the, this album? the residents of Trench? I really don't that? think so. Okay. I really think that the vultures tie back to the Tower of Silence, and that the vultures represent death. And kind of, kind of. Is that why he says I of, am a vulture who feeds on pain? Kind of. Line is. I don't think he's referring to him. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if he's referring to himself or just alluding to what a, what the vulture is. But I really think that the vulture is just death is going to happen. And when it happens, what's going to be there waiting for you? This vulture is going to be waiting, you know, to, to tear you apart. But death is, I'm going to say it's wrong, imminent. Is that the right word? It's going to happen? Yeah. yeah. It's it's going to happen. And throughout throughout the album, you see that, that Tyler is confronting this idea of, yeah, we're going to die, but it's going to happen. So we got to you know enjoy this while it's here yeah. and i really think that i really think that's kind of what the vultures are saying that it's it's always there there's always a vulture around it's always possible anywhere you're going anything this song you're is doing about it's possible it's possible you could be gone at any time and i really think that's what the vultures are there no matter how happy or how sad the song is yeah. entrenched there's always a vulture there and that's that's yeah. just to give that illusion that it's it's always there so i really don't have much to say about um more about this is there anything else you want to say no okay. Song, okay there's more to be figured out here right we there, there's still more to be done i didn't but, look closely at the lyrics i only yeah. picked out what i um you know came to me obviously yeah. so yeah that was track number two levitate go listen to that because it's yeah it's it's a solid banger dude. be ready for rap though because it's it's rap it's awesome all right that was track number two levitate Show up, show up. I know I shouldn't say this, but a curse from you is all that I would need right now. Danger in the fabric of this thing I made. I probably shouldn't show you, but it's way too late. My heart is with you hiding, but my mind's not made. Now they know it, like we both been for some time, I'd say. The spark in Afro's blood, the circle in above. But this is not enough, yeah, this is not what you thought. No, no, we are not just graffiti on a passing train. I got back what I once bought back in that slide. I won't need to replace this culture is a puncture of overexposure. Not today, don't feed me to the vultures. I am a vulture who feeds on pain. Sleep in the wallet room, don't let the shadow through. And sever all I knew, yes, ever all I thought. I could depend on my weekends on the freezing ground that I'm sleeping on. Please keep me from, please keep me down from the ledges. Better tested wooden wedges under doorways. Keep you wooden wedges under doors. Chorus first, chorus first. Now here comes the end. Wait, habits here to hear the worst. Your structure compensates with compensation. Feels a lot like rising up to dominate by track. To at least around it. For above his blind belief and under his sort of sleeve. I don't know what that lyric is. Track number three. It's called Morph. Boy, oh boy, is this song good. Yeah, it is. It's so good. This song... I'm gonna say this about just about every other track on the album, but like this is one of my favorites. I I think that this is the most intricate song on the album. Yes. Okay. Explain why, please. You said lyrically, and lyrically and uh, instrumentally. It's right. Like, so I'm gonna give you the gist of the song. I'm not gonna go through the lyrics and break down what it means. 
Um, in the very first verse, he's comparing and contrasting himself. Um, he's saying, can't stop thinking about if, if he dies, if and when um, I, do, I, I die for it. And that if and when are truly different cries and, and solemn sorrow and panic. And one invades today while the other spies tomorrow. He's talking about death. He's comparing and contrasting if if I die, when I die, you know, all of all of that type of stuff. And he's kind of he's kind of realizing that it's imminent, it's gonna happen. Um, there's nothing he can do about it. And yeah. essentially what this song is about is adapting to his surroundings and no matter what's going on, no matter what's happening, he'll morph into someone else and he'll do what he needs to do to Still talks about stay death alive. a lot. All this death is really, really, really um happens a lot on this. Are talking about Nicholas Borbaki? Yeah. You don't know what that is? <laughs> no, I know what Nicholas Borbaki is. He, okay. he goes my Nico, dude. Goes my Nico. He he's that, he's that bishop. He told that him he's a copy. He won't leave Tyler alone. Yeah. We're surviving. He's talking about like, oh my god. We can't get every into every single lyric on this song because it would just take to it would take the entire pot. We could do an entire podcast just on this song on the lyrics. Yeah. It would. It could take an hour. Yeah. So we're not going to get into that. I but pretty much gave the gist yeah. know, of what it's about. Yeah. Um, that's basically, why he, says, he, he if references. If I keep moving, they won't know that I'll morph to someone else. Yeah. It's like that's the gist of the song. But it starts off with this really really hip hop beat, and uh, I don't even know what you call that sound. What is that first sound that it opens up with? I could. What do you call you. that? I it, it it almost sounds to me like some sort of like really really like. I don't even know. It's a clicky, like, organ synth sound. I don't even know. Whatever. But, it, again, here comes the... In comes the bass and that beat, dude. And, oh, boy, is the bass good. The bass on is really this strong. Song. You'll, we'll play them, like, the the intro, the first part of the song, right? Just that opening bass line? No. No? Oh, okay. No. Is there part of the bass and... <laughs> can I, can we I, add that? I don't remember what okay. I added for the intro, but... Okay. Well... You know what? Listen to the song and you'll hear this bass because yeah. the bass is so good. And again, his most of the song is rapped as well. Like some of the chorus line and everything is sung, but Tyler Joseph has gotten really good at rapping. He he's, really has. He's he's really honed in his craft. He's yeah. really good at what he does. Yeah, better than he has ever been. But it starts off with this like I wouldn't say it's not lo-fi hip hop, but it's hip hop. Oh, it's a hip hop beat, and then it moves into the synth. When, like right after the verse is done, uh, he says, "Until that time, I'll try to sing this." And it goes into this '80s synth line that, and this album is entirely '80s inspired. You can hear it all over the place. It is like they. This was if last album was reggae inspired. This is the '80s right now. Like there is, there are so many synths, and like when we move on later in the track listing, it like the beats and the disco influences that you hear on one of the tracks that we talk about next, mm -hmm. like it's all eighties. It's so cool though. This is it's such a contrast. This is one of the um, this this album is by far Josh's best performance drumming. It's so again. He's so I'm just going to keep using the word intricate, but. In all of, in the others, it's 
common beats. They reuse the same things over and over. The beat throughout car radio is the same as trees and whatever. Really? So yeah, it's all it's all, all right. it's all the same. That. But this album, there's not a single song that's a, the same as another album. Uh, the same single song that's the same as another song. It's all well, I mean, different. It's, it's and not it's the same crazy. As any other album ever. It's it's crazy. You got the same number of drums in every every song but you put in a different combination that's really impressive yeah. that's really hard to do not many people do that i really really like it dude certainly it's, not rock and roll bands they use the same drum pattern and everything all the time. with slight variations yeah which is actually kind of what happened in blurry face blurry face was a lot of the same with added things yeah ride was very similar to lane boy but in lane boy he added Four thousand hi hat hits. Yeah, and that was that was the difference. Other than that, it was the same beat. You know, it yeah, all f you. fell in the same note. It was a lot faster. Yeah, uh, you know, I played it? I played the song for my mom yesterday in the car. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Played the song for my mom in the car yesterday, and she and I said, "What did you think?" After she's like, "That was kind of jazzy." I was like, "What? Where kind did you hear? Where did you hear jazzy?" But I guess that's kind of how it can. I, I, it's di it's it's interpreted. I mean, those chords. Yeah, There's chords in in the chorus. It, they are jazzy. They're like they're funky. It's funky. Now, it's a funky beat, dude. I I do love the end of the song because Josh just you know plays the, plays it. the drums out out. Yeah, everything kind of collides together goes, at the end, and it's like mashed together in this perfect ending. And it's the best. If you could see me move my hands, you'd all laugh. Yeah, right he's now. mashing with his hands. But essentially, the song Josh is about Jones. moving forward and staying alive and morphing in order to conform and just, you know, not conform, but in order to um, stay alive. Stay alive. And at the end, at the end, it goes, not done, not done, not done, Josh, Josh done. And this is just, you know, they do this in, in their albums now where they'll just once, they'll just say, you know, Tyler will go, hey, Josh, Josh you, you get to pick one lyric that you want to write. What do you want the lyric to be? And he'll Josh go, Dunn. yeah, just say Josh Dunn again. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did this on the last album in Ju The Judge, right? Yeah, yeah. And he it's, screams it's, Josh Dunn. It's really hidden, though. It's yeah. not like I pointed out to multiple people, and they're like, where? I don't hear it. I no, hear you it. pointed it out to me, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, but it's it's not hidden here. It's, this guy it's is there. much better at coming Like, I think he's much more of a hardcore fan than I am. Yeah. But because you're like, you're so dedicated, but... Third track on this album is called Morph, and you should go give it a listen because it's really, really good. Like, it is just a genuinely good song that, well, I can't say that anybody would listen to it, but you know what? If you have a taste in music, go listen to it because it's good. That was Morph.
All right, so track number I've four. I the microphone. It's okay. Track number four is My Blood. Good shit. I've just been told my mind will be blown, and I'm excited to have it blown. Yeah, I think that this is the best. This is my favorite instrumental song on the album. I really love uh, all the sounds. I really love all the the bass on this album. I just the bass is the okay. the they're, I don't know the maracas, but the shakers. I just this is this is a really good and the synth. This is just a really solid sound to me. I think it all sounds really good. All right, your phone. I don't know what you have up on your phone. Oh, that's that's um. Ooh, uh, vanish. Oh, it's an Under Armour ad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Um, Remember the disco we were talking about on the last part? Yeah. yeah, this is disco. Oh, yeah. So many people are going to listen to this, and they'll be like, all right, this is about, you know, Tyler or whomever helping someone in need. And then they'll watch the video, and they'll go, oh, shit. Oh, shit. This is somebody <laughs> helping themselves. Because in the video, you see this, basically this kid grow up with this other person, and they do everything together. They're, they're smashing. Best friends. They're the best friends are smashing mailboxes they're actually supposed to be brothers but anyway yeah, yeah um smashing mailboxes, smashing mailboxes playing with the, cheerleaders playing with her- the dead birds spitting french fries on the jocks the jocks are angry at them so they go to this party because they know the jocks are going to be there and they screw with them some more lo and behold tyler and josh are at the party playing music yeah, it's kind of cool but cool. they only you only see them for like a few seconds um they leave they get back to the guy to the house and the jocks follow them the one brother goes outside. He gets his confronts him. He gets his butt destroyed. He's yeah. laying defenseless on the ground, being beaten to death. And the other brother runs out with the bat and, and starts, fucking smash. Starts him. beating up the jocks right with the bat. You know he's freaking out. Yeah. He helps the brother in, and when he walks through the door with the brother around his shoulder, the brother is no longer there. Ever seen Fight Club? Any of you? It's the Singing Apprentice. Remember Tyler Durden? <laughs> Didn't actually exist. He was just a construct of the other person's mind. Guess what happens in this video? So, I don't know how many of you watched the interview with Zane Lowe and Tyler Joseph. I watched part of it. Well, should have watched all of it. Because guess who this song is about? Who's about, Tyler? Tyler Joseph's brothers. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. And guess why they made the music video like this? Why? Fight Club is Josh Dunn's favorite movie. <laughs> He's on the floor. Yes! I did it! Oh, we did it, boys! Oh, we're dropping tilted towers! <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know why that excites me so much. I was right. I was right about something! Yeah, so. I did it! Without further ado, Ian, tell us about my blood. <laughs> my blood is disco! that's all like that's all there is it's so funky the bass line throughout the song all the layers of different synths that he has and his his vocal register he reaches so high and I don't know how he does it I don't know his falsetto is so good I'm just everything about this song amazes me like at first I started out saying that like oh the intro is like too slow or whatever like no the no. song is just th- so good. through and through good. Like, th- everything about it. It's just the meaning behind it, all of the instrumental, all of the synths, all of the different little intricacies that he puts in throughout the song. It's just, and the drum beat. Can we talk about the beat? The beat is a banger. 
It's really good. The beat is like, oh my god, it thumps. Just there is nothing. I, I'm not gonna have much bad to say about this album at all. Yeah. So ever. So, this isn't something that because you can listen to it and understand the meaning. Essentially, this is another one person helping another person get through. And whether the person is actually a good role model, a good, a good person, whatever, because you kind of get the feeling in the video that He's even though even though the person that is helping the younger brother, he's a bit of a um, of a hard head. He's not very smart. He does a lot of really stupid things, but he's he's helping he's helping the guy stay away from his his depression and everything. So it's almost like there's a, um, there's yeah, a cost actually the, the, the very first part of it is the reason that he created this guy, this construct is because his mother ends up dying in the very, very first part of the video. And that really sets the tone for the whole thing. Like that's a really, really happy mood you got there, buddy. Yeah. So mom dying is like the best way to start a video, obviously. Anyway, that's my blood and it's a good song. I, I wouldn't... Well, isn't this like... Has this been played on the radio yet? Is this a radio played song? Uh, I haven't heard it on the radio. Okay. It might be on some alt stuff. I, I did. Know. I was at a Redskins game, and this was blasting through the stands yeah, at a Redskins game. My, oh, yeah, that's right. My blood the was whole, the yeah. whole The whole song. Not just a portion of it. The whole yeah. song. Um, during a timeout. And I know Jumpsuit gets played sometimes, but that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was my blood, and it's catchy as fuck. You should go listen to it because it's a good song. I'll jump right in and pull my pin and go with you. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. This is track number five. It's called Chlorine, and it's Tyler's favorite thing ever. So th the intro, what does the intro say? I have no clue. The intro says, so where are you? It's been a while. Oh, okay. That's pretty self, it's pretty obvious, right? They were gone, Tyler and Josh were gone for a, uh, a little while. Like yeah, just a little while. Over a year. <laughs> Not and over a year, actually. No, it was just, just under a year. No. Yeah. It felt like longer. No, it was but over a year from the time the eye closed to when it opened. Was it? Yeah. No, I swear it was less. It was It was more. Okay. It was. It was like weeks more. Okay. 
Trust me. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna shut up. Because they didn't they release they released jumpsuit in July and the eye closed in June. Yeah? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're okay. Right. So anyway, this song is called Chlorine. And many people are gonna listen to this and go, What the hell? I don't know what's talking about, but it sounds really good. So it does sound very, very good, and this is like the catchiest chorus. This is hear. this is I think this is my favorite song on the album at this point in time. I really, really like the song. That's after change. after learning the meaning, I like it even more now. Okay. Um Go ahead, take it away. So the premise of this song is the same as Tear in My Heart. What? Yep. So in Tear in My Heart, what Tyler is saying is that it's, it's the song is about his wife, and even this though... This song is not about his wife. No, it's not, but it's the same premise. Okay. Even though... Even though... Um, okay, okay, I can see hey, where you're going. Hey, <laughs> just... Hi, quiet. Even though his wife can sometimes be the tear in his heart, and um, I don't want to say and hurt him, but even though, even though they go through problems sometimes... She always makes Tyler a better person. And this is kind of the same premise, except this song it's is out. about the songwriting process. What? When no! Yeah. No, wait a minute. We're going to talk about that later. This song is about the songwriting process. No. Yeah. No way. Sipping on straight chlorine. Let the vibe slide over oh me. Oh, my God. Tyler is talking about... Ah! Tyler's talking about creating music and sipping on straight chlorine. That's pro what it, what he's probably saying is just that he's he's drinking something that's toxic for him at the moment, but in the long run, it's gonna make him cleaner than anything else. Yeah, okay. Oregon is a cleaning agent. Yeah, let the vibe slide over me. This beat is a chemical. Beat is a chemical. When I leave, don't save my seat. I'll be back when it's all complete. He's saying that, you know, he's going to disappear for a while. He's going to make this music, but he'll be back as soon as this album trench is finished. The moment is medical. Moment is medical. Sip it on straight chlorine. When he says moment is so medical. So this is about his process with trench. When he's, yes, exactly. Damn, son. Yeah. So he's saying that in the moment when he's creating this, when he, this is the same thing he, that he says in kitchen sink when he says that by creating something he's finding purpose in himself and reason to, to stay alive this is the same this is the same thing he's finding reason to keep going the moment is medical this this moment of creating music is helping him and giving him, him That's reason insane. to stay alive and then i mean the rest of the song is all just continuing talking about the writing process loving what i'm tasting Venom on my I just tongue, realized what hydro my times poisonous vibrations. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. help my body run. He's talking about making bad things, making good things, finding what's working. He's help the, my body. Okay, the whole that's the song. music thing. That's like him. Like music is his field to run away from demon and everything. What help, help my body run. What else? What other um, songwriting process does he discuss that involves running? Fast animal of sorts. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, so anyway, anyway, I just realized what hydro in my coat pocket, where I kept my Rebel Red, is the beanie. What? What? The beanie from Stressed Out. Is that? Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think it was? I, no, I. Th I thought he was talking to the fans, man. Never mind. He's talking about the beanie from Stressed Out. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Okay. That when makes he sense when too. he left when he left the the era, he took everybody with him and along with the hat that he took off and put uh, in his pocket. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So right. I mean, we don't need to get too deep into every line. That is what the song is about. But the song is catchy. It's so good, and once you know the meaning. As I have just explained to the best of my ability, it's even better. Yeah, the so, chorus, the chorus is the stickiest thing you'll have, you'll hear in a while. It's like, glory. like you'll have this song stuck in your head for days. Yeah, that's amazing. For days and days. I and really, days. really, it's really so, like it. It's loopy. It's so good, and it's like it slows down in all the verses, and there's not a, there's not a bad thing about this song. It's really. This song good. is really, really good. It's so good, and like. There's so, I, there, the one of the details that I picked up that I really appreciated was in when it comes to the second chorus. There's this like really really light piano that sort oh of scales god, down yeah. and up. Yes. And oh my god, it's that's so like oh my god, eargasm. It's so I, it's so good. And then um, so it's this it, it is this catchy like beat and beaten bass sort of thing throughout the entire and synth. Obviously, there's a lot of synth on this album. And then towards the later end of the song, it sort of slows down and takes a switch. And then it goes into this dreamy, atmospheric thing where he's pleading with you. Well, yeah, it's sort of like a plead. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> I like how we're both looking up the lyrics. So the, the outro, he's saying, I'm so sorry I forgot you. Let me catch you Keep up to speed. speed. He's talking about... Um, you know, he left for the hiatus. He's going to bring everybody up to speed when he releases jumpsuit. Um, I've been tested like the end of weathered flag that's by the sea. I don't he's, know what that means. I, I just think it follows along with the, with the whole theme. He's had a really rough time creating this, but he's weathered. Now he's better than he was before. Yeah. Can you, the... can you build my house with pieces? I'm just a chemical. What does build my house mean? I don't know. Oh, you don't know. I really don't. Yeah, I but the end, it's it. sort of like he's pleading with something. I don't know what exactly he's pleading with, but he's pleading with something. And it's just, it's a gorgeous end to it's, a gorgeous piece of music. It's so pretty. Go listen to this song. Go listen to this song. This is track number five. Again, we're sorry for the messed up track order because of the whole music video spiel. But this was track number five, Chlorine.
Number six, Smithereens. This is the tear in my heart of this album. We're going to make references to other songs and stuff from the other albums, but this is like, th there was a love song off of Blurry Face, and it was like the, it was like a standout track because it was the only one of its kind on that entire album of darkness. It was the like only, a ray of light. It was the, at the time the only love song Tyler Joseph had written. Yep, ever. But this is this tops it. This is this is this is. I don't think this is one. this is the tear in my heart of the album. I sure think so. that chlorine was. Okay. I think that this song is yes about Jenna as. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, but it the. the this um, is the love song of this album. But it's completely different. It's it is completely different. It's I agree. totally about a different thing. What what would you you know? Tell me tell me about it. What is what is Smithereens about? What is Smithereens about? Mm-hmm. Lay on me. <laughs> Again, I like. I hold on. So basically, Tyler is <laughs> Tyler is Tyler is saying that he would if if in, if it, oh. if there was another person that would be to step up to Jenna, Tyler would you know get in the middle of it, and Tyler would protect Jenna. But being that Tyler is only a 153-pound man, yeah. he's not really going to be able to do much. So what he's going to do... He's acknowledging that. He's yeah. acknowledging that. And he's he's saying, I'm going to take a beating for you. I'm going to get beat to smithereens. Yeah. I'm going to get my ass whooped. And It's really, really sweet, though. Yeah, it is. He's basically saying, I'm a little man. And I can't, I can't protect you other than the fact that I will take the beating for you. And that's really what the song is about and yeah. it's beautiful and it's this song could be about his sister or about his mother or about a grandmother or a friend or any of those things until it gets to the bridge in which it says you know I had to do it on the record for, for you like this, yeah. you know I had to do it on the record for her like this um, and then at that point you know yep it's about his wife well yeah and also during the next bridge it says uh I'm feeling for you. I'll go write a slick song just to show you the world. For you, I know. I think it's messed out, uh, messed up to sell out for your girl. Did I say people think it's messed up to sell out for your girl? I think it says they. They think it's messed up. Yeah. Okay. Apple either, lyrics is messed up. So either it's fine. either way, I think what he's saying there is that people think that everybody writes writes love, love songs. songs. It's very cliche. And Tyler's like, yeah, I know it's cliche, but I think you know what, I think her, all of his fans, I think all of his fans would be like, dude, you just keep writing music. We don't care. Just keep, you know. I mean, don't we count as his fans? So what would you think? I I think that if every song was like this, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> but I don't care if he throws this on an album every time. It's awesome. It's really good. I think. This okay, is, can this we talk is, about this is super upbeat. This yeah, is it's like a super upbeat. This song, is a really happy like, song. It brings context, in the ukulele. Yeah. Wait, what? The ukulele. Is there really uke in this song? Yeah. I didn't hear it. Yeah. Shit, I need to get some speakers, man. Yeah. But um, can we assume that everything is written from the Tyler, the trench Tyler? Like this is written yeah. from trench. Yes. Yeah. This entire okay. This is not yeah. Okay. Yeah, there aren't any songs that aren't. Some, yeah, some songs don't directly allude to Trench on this album, but it is implied that he is writing from Trench. That is where his mind is at this entire time. And Correct. Yeah, that is where his mindset is. But we'll get into it later, but there are some genius lines where he ties in what's going on real world to what's going on um, yeah. in Trench. Bandiel! 
So that's one of the songs. That but was no, 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 no. I want to talk about some instrumentation. You do it then. Okay, this song is much more simplistic than the last couple of songs. It is the drums are incredible. Yeah, it's prob- far far more quaint than the last couple of songs. I don't think it's a bad switch, honestly. I like it. I think I think it, it's a cute little song. I think it might be the strongest drums on any of the songs. I think it's a cute ass song, and I think the instrumentation is good. I think the lyrics are cute as fuck, and my girlfriend listens to the song on repeat, so I can't hate on it. This is track like, number it's, six, it's Smithereens. So, yep, we're gonna we're gonna draw it there. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about track number seven, which is Neon Gravestones. This is Controversy Alert! This we is, have controversy! This is the deepest song on the album. Oh, absolutely. And it is the most controversial. Tyler has gotten a tremendous amount of backlash for this song. I don't think it gives a flying shit though. Okay, I'm gonna No, I'm gonna because this this is really important to him what he says in this yes, song. Yes, this song this song is the darkest song on the album. Just putting it out there. It dives into some really really deep stuff. It's like this is the deepest subject material he's ever touched on. He touches upon this kind of thing in past records and in past songs, but not like this. No. He's like he's getting into it. Can, can we And he's can we not explain? happy. No, he's not. So He's like he gets legitimately angry on the song. Um, <laughs> At one part, when he says, our... "My opinion will not be lenient. My opinion is real convenient." Can I can I get in right into it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? No, I'm. I, I want to tell everybody what the meaning is. Ah, this time. damn it! This is the first one I've gotten to do. I know. I'm too okay? excited. I just want to talk about everything. <laughs> okay. Well, we can do it together. No, go for it. Oh, okay. This song One, three, is... say it. One, two, three. Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> well, this song is about more than just suicide, though. It is about how culture glorifies suicide. This is some deep shit. I personally, like, he hits the nail on the head, man. Like, Can our I... culture, like, whether you like it or not, people who commit suicide in our culture are revered. People who kill themselves in our culture like we take somebody like there are some big artists in the past couple of years that have done it there's chris cornell that took his own well presumed to have taken his own life tom petty was also presumed to have gone on a drug overdose and some people say it might have been suicide but then there was chester bennington as well who hung himself in his living room you know and people like that like their lives are glorified and it's what tyler is saying in the song is that People should be remembered, but suicide, going out by suicide, should not be remembered in the way that people remember it by, because it glorifies it, and it 
I, I'm saying glorify a lot. I'm sorry. I need to widen my vocabulary here, but like, I lost my train of thought. Basically, what Tyler is saying is that the grave is an earlier grave is an not optional way. is not an optional way. Yeah, it is not okay to kill yourself. Yeah, well, it is not okay. Is. And what he says further on is that he will mourn for a kid, but he will not cry for a king. He's saying that these celebrities that kill themselves, whether it's Robin Williams, whether it's Chester Bennington or Chris Cornell, whoever it is, when they do this, they have ridiculously big followings of people that look up to them and they see, oh, well, I'm depressed too. My, you know, this person did it. Yeah. Why? Why, why can surprised. I not do it? This is this is going to end. You know, this is going to end. And then I wouldn't say, I don't know if glorified is the correct word because glorified means that it's made like it's okay. And I don't think that's what it is. I think that it's too widespread when it happens, though. All you see and all you hear about is how this person killed themselves. And it's broadcast to millions and billions of people that that hear, oh, well, this person did it. I'm going through the same thing. Why can't I? And Tyler's saying, no, this is not okay. This is not how, this is not how you go out. An earlier so grave know, is not an optional way. He says, like... He's talking about, and also he's talking about how if he killed himself, that he would go out with more. If he talks about it here when he says, "Yeah, um, this is a great the people point. who we praise who we may have assisted." I could use the screen streams and extra conversations that they like the extra streams that it would get. We're talking about like when people pass away, their music is listened to more because people are like. Oh my God, he died. He was such a great guy. Exactly. And like, it, it's like this. It's not a superiority complex, but it's like. If Tyler were you, to, if Tyler were to kill himself, he'd be talked about and and, and I don't want to say praised, but he'd be talked about and he'd be put all over the radio. Yeah. Let's talk about two of the biggest rappers who have been like uh, the one who overdosed was Lil Peep, and like I've never listened to his stuff, probably never will, but. Like people started listening to him like crazy after he passed mm -hmm. away, and then there was XXX Tentacion who he didn't um, kill himself though he was killed. he didn't yeah he didn't kill himself but Same after though. his death there like all of his albums made it back onto the top ten charts he was irrelevant at the time he was killed he was not popular he couldn't play a venue of more than three hundred people no he never played a venue of more than a thousand people ever yeah. Ever. But his song now hit the he's charts like, again. Now he's like this huge big deal, and it's because he was killed. Yeah. Different different circumstance, same principle. I could give up and boost up my reputation. I could go out with a bang. They would know my name. They would host and post a celebration. That's insane to think yeah. about. Like, it, and it is. It's legitimately like beyond me how our culture does that. Like, well, you know what? It's not beyond me because I can see what they're There's doing. There's a lot there, of there, messed up stuff yeah. that's celebrated. The, the one side is that we should respect those that have died, especially we should, those we that should, struggle. We should remember that them. Kind of exactly. Thing. We shouldn't, we shouldn't but forget. It but it is we celebrated. It's, it's, it's too much. Is what yeah. it is. Um, I do agree with what he's saying here. If in the bridge he goes, promise me this, if I lose to myself... You won't mourn a day, and you'll move on to someone else. What he's saying is that if I am the one that loses to myself, if I'm the one that commits suicide, you no longer look up to me. You no longer listen to my music. 
everything I stand for is gone if I kill myself, if I lose myself. It's yeah, all gone. You no longer look message. you no longer look forward, you no longer look up to who I am and you move on to someone else who will convey that message. That's insane. That's that's really deep. And because of all of the stuff that he said, he's gotten a ton of backlash. It's crazy. From who? From who? Let's oh my gosh. Who. Are you kidding? I, I don't even want to get into politics, but we know what side is freaking out over this controversial song telling people they can't kill themselves. Oh. Okay. It's... <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't need to get into it. Yeah, we're good. Has, like... Mainstream media outlets called them out for it? Um, I don't know. I don't watch mainstream media. They can screw themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just wondering if they there's I don't any think so. I don't I don't think okay, I don't yeah, think I that this album is listened to by, to by fans not yeah. not widely, you know? Not like crazy. And then this last verse here. Oh my god. He's oh. he kind of like speaks it. It's like a spoken word kind of thing. It's not even rapped. It's spoken word. Yeah. And it's like it's, he's preaching. Yeah. He says, don't get me... I, I kind of want to read the entire thing just Go because it. it's so deep. Do it. But it says, don't get me wrong. With the rise in awareness, it's beating a stigma that no longer scares us. But for sake of discussion and in spirit of fairness, can we give this some room for a new point of view? He's talking about how... Uh, yes. Depression and suicide is a common theme in our culture at this point just because like, th- our our youth is a big part of that. There are so many people that, like, on an emotional high, so many teenagers, like, that can't control that sort of thing. They just can't. They have no control over their emotions because of all those hormones that are going off, and they just have no idea, you know? Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about towards towards the end of that, that verse there when he goes, and could it be true that some could be tempted to, to use, use this, this mistake, mistake as, as a form, form of aggression, aggression, a form of succession, a form of a weapon, thinking I'll teach them while they're refusing the lesson? And what this is saying is that in a 13 reasons sort of way, people do use suicide all the time. Not to, I don't want to say to get back at the people that wrong them. like, ha, told you so. But, told but you I'd do it. To make people not forget about them for what happened after they died and not for the time that they were alive. Yeah. So all of these people now are going to remember them because whatever they did to contribute the person and now they're dead and gone and all the stuff that happens after, a lot of times legal things that happen after is all because of this death. Nobody remembers when this person was alive. They remember what happened when they passed away. Yeah. And that is not what should... That's not what should happen. Tyler's saying that we need to remember people while they were alive. Yeah, we, need we to, should refuse this We should lesson. celebrate. Lesson? 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 We lesson. Sh- at, towards the end of the song, he says, we need to celebrate the people that are alive, not the people that says, are gone. Find your grandparents or someone of age and pay some respects for the path that they've paid to life they were dedicated. That, should, that be should be celebrated. That is so deep. Like that... I can feel on multiple tracks on this album. I can get feel myself starting to get a little teary eyed. That's one of the points. That's like I don't know what kind of genius it takes to write this, but it's Tyler Joseph, so I I don't know. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. One one more thing that I that we passed that was towards the beginning is that there's a line that says, um, it says something like, "How could he go if he's got everything?" And what they're saying is that it, again is pointing to that celebrity. Yeah, that. that perfect image. Like, everybody expects these celebrities. They, like, it's so misguided because so many of these celebrities deal 
with this stuff on a day-to-day -day basis. So many of these celebrities can't deal with themselves or other people. That's why so many of them, like, they get divorced all the time. So many of them can't handle being in that relationship because it's just too much. This you know? is... And there's so many, so many cases like that where they can't handle little things, you know? It's just who they are. And that's, uh, like, people expect once you get... People... There are people... I have, I, I've seen people talk about it before, how people expect when you get all that fame and you're able to accumulate that much um, that amount of like wealth and everything that all of your problems will just disappear and they don't it gets worse money is like okay well we're not talking about money here i won't get off on a tangent about that but like this is a really 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 sad deep song but i think tyler's point is it's, it ends on really a really important it's something i really believe in and it's something that a lot of people i don't think understand this point of view that we don't we don't i i don't like to use the word glorify i don't know that we glorify suicide but we certainly we kind of promote it you know it's yeah. like it's like this big thing that's talked about we need to not be talking about the people that are gone we need to be talking about the people that, that are, are still here. alive the people that need help and suicide is not an option it's not it's not how you go this song is sad and it is extremely deep, but it ends on such a hopeful note. Mm -hmm. It does. Mm -hmm. It ends on such a hopeful note, and I think that people should take this song to heart because I like. This is an incredible song. On so many different levels, it is. It's so deep. We didn't even talk about it musically, and I don't think that we we are gonna have time to. But musically, it is. The piano. Impeccable. It's like ah. Go listen to the song. It's mm. very, very impressive it's so piece of music. It is. Okay, this was track number seven, Neon Gray of Sons. Go give it a listen because it is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous piece of music. Please, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor, please. Someone else promise me this. If I lose to myself, you want more today. And you move on to someone else was side a of our podcast trench it's really just part one but i like saying side a because i like i like vinyl and um yeah we're really really happy that you guys are listening our last podcast did extremely well we had we had like 360 plus yeah. people listen to the first one we had like over 200 people listen to the second one but the problem think, is that half is that a lot of people moved from where we were um only on which was anchor to Apple Podcasts, and we can't really track analytics through Apple Podcasts, at least not that we've found a way to yet. So 
If you like it, definitely give us a rating and comment so that we know who's listening. I see we have a few comments, um, um, a few ratings on iTunes, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. But uh, The reason that we're doing two parts of this is because we realized that we weren't going to be able to get to everything in like one sitting. It like, would be there is four, too much to talk it about. It would be four hours long if we yeah. did it all at once. Yeah. Nobody listens to a four-hour podcast all the way through. So We have too much to talk about, about this album. There's too much to say. There's too much to go over in one sitting. It's just, we, we have to break it up. Yeah, it's insane. But you know um, what? I just wanted to say before we go that Ian and I will be going to the 21 Pilots concert on October 31st. Yeah, and if you all live in Maryland. In D.C. Yo, if, you, if you are a 21 Pilots fan and you live in Maryland, we will be there. We're going to be there. Yeah. Come so, find us. Not that, we, not that anybody's actually going to do this, but if you want to DM us and on our um, Instagram, at soundaudits. We'll definitely take a picture with you. <laughs> yeah, because we're that famous. Nobody's going to yeah, do that. Yeah, that big of a deal. Yeah, I met Ian and Tyler from Sound Audits. Mom, get the camera, Mom. No, they won't get him. They won't get him. But they won't get him. Don't get me wrong, the rise in awareness is beating a stigma that no longer scares us. But for sake of discussion and spirit of fairness, could we give this some room for a new point of view? And could it be true that some could be tempted to use this mistake as a form of aggression, a form of succession, a form of a weapon, thinking I'll teach them while well, I'm refusing the lesson? It won't resonate in our minds. I'm not disrespecting what was left behind Just pleading that it does not get glorified Maybe we swap out what it is that we hold so high Find your grandparents or someone of age Pay some respects for the path that they paved To life they were dedicated Now that should be celebrated